We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Halliburton coming off a five-point game against the Warriors was one of the catalysts tonight with 22 right at his season's average, Ken. 22 for Halliburton, 12 assists. Brunson led the way for the Knicks with 39. Pacers win it 125 to 111 over a depleted Knicks squad. All right. Happy uh, Saturday evening, everybody. Uh, So Knicks have been getting a lot of praise over the last several days. It's been obviously wonderful to um, bask. In the glory of of uh, you know a lot of a lot of national media people as well as local media people obviously saying like hey this team is is for real now um, and and part of that praise was the fact that yeah they're they're banged up right now but you know not only will these reinforcements uh, pay dividends during playoff time but they should help right now um, I think tonight which is not a game that I am going to be worried about for a millisecond for the reasons I'm going to try to explain right now. Um, I think there are limits to what reinforcements can do. And I think we saw those limits uh, on full display tonight. For one, I want to give a lot of credit to the Pacers. That team, you know, I'm, I know there's, a lot of people who probably just are still not taking them seriously or still looking at them as kind of like a carnival act as not something that's going to be able to be successful in the playoffs, man, that, I don't know that there's any team out there that plays with as much confidence in their particular style as the Indian, this version of the Indiana Pacers do. And man, Siakam really adds, adds an incredibly needed dimension to them. It fits right in, like does stuff that they didn't have and does stuff that they they already do so perfect fit um i will continue to keep an eye on indiana for the rest of the regular season i do not think that they are they are like too far behind where they can't make up the ground but enough about indiana but that's i mean that is a potential 50 win team you know they're 30 and 24 right now they probably won't get there but that's a really 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 good team that was at full strength tonight um and the knicks were not and I think especially coming off of the way that they beat Indiana the last time at the Garden with what was just such an emotional evening, kind of figured maybe, you know, karma would, would come back around for this one and they were not going to be able to get a win. But when you think a little bit more deeply about it, two guys just come stepping off the plane 
um, and already playing big minutes, important roles. I mean, both guys close the game. We'll, we'll get into the close of the game later and, and how long, <laughs> how long garbage time or how garbage time never seemed to come, I guess. Um, but you know, so there's a, there's an adjustment period. I know Burks has been here already, but like he, he hasn't played with any of these guys. And then I've, I'm burying the lead, which is you can withstand losses to a point. But when the thing that your entire team, the foundation of your of your of your everything is shaken and like it's not even present at all. And obviously, I'm talking about the center position and more specifically, the center position on the defensive end of the court. This team is just not going to be able to survive. Like we realized maybe a little bit last year, but certainly this season that, oh my goodness, we could go from one All-NBA caliber center to another, or excuse me, All-Defense caliber center to another All-Defense caliber center. Like, that's how good Isaiah Hartenstein has been playing. And then, when neither of those guys can give it a go, at the very least, you have Jericho Simpson there, who is is not not close to either of those guys. But, like, we've seen him put forth a commensurate effort. None of those guys were available tonight. Um, so they were down to Taj Gibson and Precious Achua. And Pre- and and Taj played uh, 19 minutes. And like, this is hard for me to say because I don't know that there's been a Nick that I have appreciated. Uh, I don't know that there's a Nick that I have that I have genuinely enjoyed rooting for and that I will continue to root for for however long he's on the team. It it looked like 19 minutes too many. Um, Taj and maybe the, and again, credit to Indiana. That's a little bit the matchup like you, you, you don't you don't want to throw this version of Taj Gibson out there against that beast and ask him to go be serviceable. And he was not serviceable tonight. Um, but at the same time, like to put it, you know, I'm, I have a feeling a lot of this is going to go on Taj and I, 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 it shouldn't because yes, the center position is the, is the f- core of what the Knicks are on defense, you know, in more ways than one. Um, but this was, I think, especially in the first half, uh, a team effort in terms of, and this is not the first time or the second time. Every time we play this Pacer team, and again, it's not just us. I mean, the the Pacers have the best offense in the league for a reason. They are able to do this against the best defenses in the league. And obviously, the Knicks are not the best defense in the league right now, or one of the best defenses in the league right now, because not only are they missing all of their usual centers, they're also missing their all-defense candidate. Maybe a, a guy who was being talked about as the defensive player of the year when he went down with an injury, and that's OG Ananobi. So it's not just the centers. It's also OG Ananobi. And oh, by the way, we're, we're missing an all-star. So when you when you add all that up, the center's OG Julius. Again, I, I can't sit here and be like, oh my God, how did we wind up not coming close against the Pacers the, 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 the day, like our first game after making this big trade? It's not all that shocking. Like reinforcements, that, and that's why I'm not worried. Reinforcements will come. It will look a lot better. Um, but like at the same time, you could call them out for what was just an inordinate amount of confusion 
in the first half. And I know you never expect a team to shoot 68% from the field. I think 68.4 to be exact. And that was what they shot in the first half. But like, there's a reason they shot that number. Like they were getting great looks and I thought it got worse in the second quarter. And look, the Knicks, I man, if they face this team again, in the playoffs, they better clean this shit up uh, because the guys that were making mistakes uh, are guys that will, maybe they won't be guarding the specific players that they were guarding tonight and have been guarding in, in the recent matchups. Cause again, OG has not um, played in one of these games against Indiana. He hasn't played any of the three Indiana games uh, and they're not going to play him again this season. So he won't see that matchup. Um, yeah. So uh, maybe they will, they will not be on in, in those specific matchups, but like they're going to be on the floor and they're, they're going to have to sort this stuff out because this team is a bear. And they're very good at what they do. They execute flawlessly, it seems like, because they don't they don't turn the freaking ball over, which is incredible for how much they pass the ball around. It really is something to behold. And then I think in the third quarter and into the fourth quarter, you saw the shot making. And I thought my favorite, I, I mean, there were so many great parts of the pregame pod with uh, Caitlin Cooper and um, Benji Ridholtz. But my favorite part was where uh, they kind of got into how like the Pacers shot making. And how like Benji was like, well, obviously it's the offense because the Pacers didn't just go find all of these guys who just happened to turn into supremely, you know, incredible shooters. And then you watch that third quarter and you watch like TJ McConnell. My God, uh, speaking of Benji, I think he tweeted out, like put him on the list of, of Nick killers forever. That dude it was incredible tonight, but it's not just him, you know, like all of their guys. Um, I thought had an ex- it really executed well tonight on offense, just from a, from a pure shot making perspective. In addition to all the passing, you know, you look up, they scored 125 points, and it's like that's it. You know, you shot 61 percent from the field, 48 percent from three. So, got got to clean stuff up. But more more than that, by far more than that, you got to get healthy if you're the Knicks. Um, other stuff, uh, you know, Brunson was brilliant. Uh, I, I, he's, you know, watching him and watching Halliburton on the court, such different players. Brunson finishes the game with 39 and four. Obviously some of those came in garbage time, but he was incredible. They couldn't do anything with him. And then you look at Halliburton, Halliburton 22 and 12. And you're like, all right, well, who's the better player tonight? I think they were both pretty amazing. Like, I think these are two guys who are going to be the two best point guards, certainly in the Eastern conference for the next, I don't, I don't know five, six, seven, eight years. Like who's I, I it's going to be a, it's going to be a really a matchup to behold. And and again, it's such a contrast in styles, such a contrast in ways that they can put pressure on you, uh, put pressure on your defense. And you saw both of them kind of doing it their way tonight. So that was, that was fun. Um, so yeah, great game for Brunson. Steven Chenzel was due for an off night. I mean, the guys were uh, literally averaging 30 points a game, almost 29 point something for the last six games. So his shot was a little off. He looked tired. You know, he, he looked tired to me. And again, am I concerned? Not overly because there's the all-star break coming up. We got two games before the all-star break. Now you'd like to win one of those games I, in a perfect world. I'd like to win both of those games. Uh, but the all-star break is almost here and the Knicks will be able to go on a real second half run because again, they're going to get some of their guys back. So DiVincenzo looked tired. I talked about Gibson. I'm not going to beat a dead horse with him. I'm sure he's going to come up in the comments. Um, I'm going to say precious for last, actually Uh, Josh Hart. You know, these are the, these are the games where when the shooting's not there, it, it, it can be frustrating, you know, 
And he's still, I, again, but that's another guy. You watch him and you're like, oh, okay, he's tired. And he'll be the first guy to tell you that. Now, what I thought was interesting as the Knicks made what was an utterly futile attempt to come back in the fourth quarter, the lineup that Tibbs kept out there included DiVincenzo, Brunson, who obviously they're two best offensive players right now, uh, Precious, because like what other center choice did you have? Um, and not again, not that Precious was bad. We'll get the Precious in a second. And, um, and the new guys, Burks and Bogey. Now, Bogey did not shoot well in this game. He was only 3 of 10 from the field, finished with 11 points. Burks got it going late, finished with 22. Uh, you saw all the good and all the bad of Alec Burks in this game. It was the full Alec Burks in one game back. It was like, oh, I missed you, man. He's I, I love Alec Burks. And, and if you like basketball, you should like Alec Burks too. But I thought that was interesting um, that he went with those guys because obviously they give you shooting, whereas Josh doesn't. And I, is it a, is it a questionable defensive lineup? Sure. But, and this will lead me into the precious part of it. I think it's a, it's a, a lineup. I, I wonder if it's a lineup the Knicks are going to go back to moving forward. And again, I'm just talking about before OG and before Randall come back in the interim, will they feel more comfortable going to that lineup when they have Hardenstein back as a, as more of a defensive anchor? Because I, I'm curious to see more. That's a deadly offensive lineup. If like DiVincenzo and Brunson are hitting shots like usual. And again, Brunson or DiVincenzo two and nine from deep Brunson one of five from deep. Like those guys usually are going to hit more than three threes in the game combined. Although as DJ has been pointing out and boy, does he look like a smart man? Um, the threes that Brunson is getting are nowhere near the same quality as the ones he was getting when Randall is in. So Julius Randall, hurry up, heal up. Uh, and and get back here. So Brunson, we could see some more of the threes that we saw from him for most of the year. Um, Precious, let's save. The, I want to save him for last. So six to six from the field. I believe he had all six of those field goals in the first half. Uh, I will I will double check that right now. Um, he, yeah, all all six in the first half. He must he made two free throws late. Precious is such a fascinating player. You look at him and you watched him, especially in that first half. And you're like, man, they're really going to, this guy's not going to be in the rotation anymore when they're fully healthy. Now, look, they got to get healthy. He could do a lot of things. He could do a lot of really, really, really interesting things. The thing that I wonder about, and again, it's not his fault. He is what he is. He's, he's six, eight, you know, or six, nine, whatever he is, but he's not, he is not your typical rim protector. And the questions about can you get away with playing him at the four? I think those are more interesting questions for me when Hardenstein's in the game. And Hardenstein, again, you don't need to be a shooter to help space the floor, to help juice the offense, which we've seen Hardenstein get around the fact that he's not a shooter. He still helps their spacing and everything. So I think there's an interesting discussion about, again, until they get their guys back, Precious at the four, Hardenstein at the five. Obviously, didn't have that option tonight. Precious at the five, you kind of need to switch. Like you, you want that in a switch everything defense, and that's just not what the Knicks do. You could tell me, all right, well now they could do it. All right, well I that'll be something worth watching. Is that something that they pivot to moving forward? Because in their traditional scheme, 
I think it's tough for Precious. Now, should we be drawing any conclusions about what Precious looked like on defense at the five against this team, which, again, is the best offense in the league? Maybe not. Maybe I'm being a little presumptuous, but he just is he's so intriguing. And um, there's more there, you know, and and I, I want to see more. And I thought he was exciting tonight, especially in the first half. And then. You, but again, you see you see some of the limitations. So. um, I think that's it. I don't really have anything else. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about the end. So the Knicks were down by. What were they down by 20? With five minutes left in this game. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll get, I'll, I'll pull it up right now. They were down by 22 with 540 left. And then Burks hit a couple of shots, but they were still down 20 with 352 left. Or they, they hit, I don't forget who hit those shots. And then at one point, they got it down to, I think, 12. Am I, am I crazy? Yeah. Okay. At one point, they got it down to 119, 107 with 202 left to go. And they had a couple other chances when there were a few more minutes left to get it down to 12 with like two and change left, maybe three left around there. So on the insanity scale of Tom Thibodeau leaving, um, I mean, really what we're talking about is, is DiVincenzo and Brunson. Really what we're talking about is Brunson. DiVincenzo, yes, he's gassed, but like DiVincenzo didn't play a whole lot of minutes in the first month, month and a half of the season. Like he's not in Josh Hart territory as far as being tired. He looked tired tonight. But I'm not too worried about him. I'm not worried about either of the new guys. They didn't play a ton tonight. And honestly, I'm not even worried about Precious. I know he's like your one serviceable, healthy center right now. And you, the dude played 43 minutes. But then on the other hand, it's like, all right, you going to throw Taj back out there? I mean, I, I don't know, I guess. Um, but really, it's Brunson. You let Brunson close the game. He ended up cl- playing 37 minutes. Now, I saw Tibbs... Uh, there was a timeout with like maybe three and change to go, maybe around four minutes to go. The cameras caught Tibbs saying, like, it looked like he asked Brunson a question or said something of Brunson, whatever, on the way back to the timeout. I wonder if he asked him like, hey, man, you good? Uh, do you need to come out? Whatever. Because we saw Deuce was at the scorer's table at one point. And then he went back to the bench. So, look, <laughs> I have a feeling Brunson's one of those guys where he ain't he ain't trying to come out of that game. Um, and that's kind of why you love him as Woj just reports what we've kind of known for a while now, which is that Kyle Lowry is going to be going to the going to the 76ers. Um, but I mean, look, that's kind of look. It's <laughs> what makes Tibbs Tibbs is what makes Brunson Brunson. And you take you take the bad with the good. Um, if you want to, if you want to go crazy about it tonight, I'll, I'll, I'll it's, I'll, what am I going to say? Like, it was, it was kind of absurd in the moment and you just, obviously you're thankful nothing happened. Nothing it, it didn't reach his ankle. Cause Oh, that would have been great. Uh, so yeah, uh, annoying, but I know it's, it's, it's trite to say it comes with the territory. The fuck does that mean? Uh, but it comes to the territory. So there you go. All right. Uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, APJP is on the ones and twos tonight. Um, curious what people want to talk about Saturday night for the Super Bowl. So I, I would not be shocked if this was a, a quickie, as they say. 
But of course, I'm here for as long as y'all want me to be. All right, betting and sweating. Um, presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Let's get the the old promo read up there. Here we go. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. So you know how it works. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS. You put in the code KFS and then uh, whatever you want to put in, put in five bucks, 10 bucks, 20, 50, 85, 99, hundred up to a hundred. They'll match whatever you put in. Um, and uh, there we go. Daily fantasy sports made easy. I almost forgot the, the tagline. See what our bets were tonight. Uh, so, as I'm going to pull a Berman and stare into the screen because I, I, my vision is shit. Uh, all right. So, we had starting at the top with uh, GMAC's bet. Uh, Aaron Nesmith, who I have a funny feeling he's not going to win this one. Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. Maybe he did. Under or less than, less than, not under, less than 18.5 points, rebounds, assists. I guess Nesbitt did kind of have a quiet game. He only finished with 13 points and no assists and three rebounds. So good job, GMAC. Um, Tyrese Halliburton. Oof. Um, who went with this? Was it, I, I uh, APJP, you got to tell me in the chat because I don't know what I, I should have the order committed at this point to memory, but I, I don't. I think this is XJ. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, less than points, rebounds, and assists. That, unfortunately, uh, did not hit because he had uh, 22 and 12. Didn't even need the rebounds category. Next up, we had Pascal Siakam, more than 19 and a half points. This was one of the worst beats of the year, I think, because Pascal Siakam was having his way with the Knicks. Um, and he finished with 19 points after going one of four from the line. So if he shoots 50% from the line tonight, um, that that would have hit. But unfortunately, um, it, it did not. And then we do finish. Two and two because Jalen Brunson more than 42 points, rebounds and assists. Um, he almost got that total with uh, points alone. Chipped in four uh, assists and three rebounds. So finished with a total of 46. So that is an easy more. Um, and uh, that is our betting and sweating for the evening. So again, two and two. You like to see it. You take it. Better, better result than the Knicks gave you tonight. That's for shit. Sure. Okay. Let us get to the Super Chats. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Red Sarachek. What's going on, Red? So it's Point Burks over Deuce now bringing it up. Um, I mean, he's more qualified. That's for sure. I mean, we've been saying this for a month and a half. Um, Deuce McBride is not a point guard. Deuce McBride is a, a, a small wing. And boy, did he get taken behind the woodshed by TJ McConnell tonight. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean, like, Burks is, is a better ball handler than Deuce. Um, he's going to get the Knicks into their sets more succinctly. I don't know if that's the right word than Deuce. Um, I fully expect there to be more point Burks. But again, I said this at some point during the marathon that was the trade deadline. It is one thing when you are starting Alec Burks, a point guard, and he's playing over a guy that you would later use as the main centerpiece in a trade for like a, a big time NBA player in OJ Ananobi. It is another thing to have Alec Burks running point for, you know, eight to 10 minutes a game. And if you noticed, by the way, during those minutes, it wasn't exclusively Burks bringing it up. Sometimes you had DiVincenzo initiating the action. There were a couple times where you had Deuce initiating the action. Like, they're going to mix it up. You're going to get Bogdanovich at times initiating the action. Like, they're going to mix it up, but that should not fall all, all on Deuce because that's, you know, he has a, a 103 offensive rating or something like that with, with Jalen Brunson off the court. It's horrible. Um, there's a reason for that. He's not a point guard. Thanks, Red. Busy. What's going on, Busy? Boyan has to learn not to pass at the heart under any circumstances. He's open for a reason. I, that uh, bothered me a few, the couple of times that happened in the first half, where it's like, dude, I'd rather you take a contested shot than pass it to Hart right now. And Hart shot it a million times from three in the last game. I thought maybe he'd come out of a shooting, his, his like three month long shooting slump. Took two threes tonight, didn't make either of them. And I didn't think he shot either with a particular high level of confidence. Um, but again, I'm going to be very curious moving forward, especially once they get their guys back. How many minutes does Hart play? Because boy, oh boy, I, I, I like Josh Hart a lot more when he's a 20-minute-a-game guy than when he's a... What the hell did he play tonight? 36. Um, so... Yeah, I, I'm. And by the way, like whatever. Bogey was three of ten tonight, two of six from deep. Um, you know, was didn't wasn't great. I'm very much looking forward to Bogdan. I mean, you t you heard him talk about it in the pregame presser. He doesn't obviously he doesn't know any of the plays. You know, he doesn't know anything. He's just like I'm going to come in there and I'm going to try to play off of guys. And again, they were going out there and they had some moments where again offense. They scored 111 points tonight. I'm not going to say offense wasn't the problem, but they, they scored 111 points tonight when they shot 31% from three. So I feel like you get a normal shooting night and that would have been a, a higher number. But again, that's you're not going to beat the spacer team probably if you don't score 120. Um, so they, they just needed guys to make more shots tonight and, and not enough guys to make shots. Thanks, Busy. Appreciate you as always. Alex, what's going on, Alex? Let's call a spade a spade. Tibbs was garbage tonight. Oh, my goodness gracious. Heat on the coach. Okay, why? Why? Giving Taj as many any minutes is the equivalent of a scheduled loss, a game to forget from Burks, too. Um, I mean, I don't... Look, Burks had some miscues. Don't get me wrong. Uh, his first half, I mean, he had three turnovers in the game. I think I'm looking it up right now because I always keep track uh, by half. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. 
I didn't get the turnovers for the first half. So bad job by me. Uh, I feel like most of those, if not all of them were in the first half, like he was loose with the ball. He was, he was making errors. I think as the game went on, he got more into a rhythm. It's his first game after a trade. I mean, I, I don't like give, give the guy, <laughs> give the guy a week. And by the way, he was lighting it up at the end of the game. Uh, again, I know it was garbage time. As far as uh, Tibbs, like, did you not get the memo as far as guys that they didn't have? Um, again, Taj was, was bad. They, It's an unfortunate situation that their top three centers are all injured. I I don't like you're going to. What do you want? You want Precious Achua to play 48 minutes at center? And then you're going to distribute your. So you're again, you already have no. No real rim protection on the floor. So then you're but and you. So who's going to play your power four minutes? I you know, you're going to be really small. Um, You needed to try it. He's the guy that's on the roster. I'm not saying that Tibbs doesn't have some fault because I'm sure he had some input on like, hey, let's Taj could do this. Maybe the front office wanted to get somebody else. I don't know. But they're to say that Tibbs was garbage when his top three centers and his all defense forward and his all star forward, uh, all five of those players were not available tonight. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know what, what you want me to do about that. Thank you, Alex. Busy with another one. Thank you, Busy. These Pistons brought losing with them. Quick, send them back. It's actually like the comment of the year. I like that. Um, yeah, the Pistons, I think they, they were winning a lot of today against the Clippers. I did not get a chance to watch um, that that game, but I know they were in it, and the Clippers ultimately came back and won. Uh, I I wonder if it's going to take them a little bit of time. I'm, I'm being serious here. I wonder if it's going to take them a little bit of time to get like acclimated, reacclimated, because both these guys have been on a lot of good teams. Burke's mostly the Knicks, and Boyan, you heard him say before the game about how you know last year was first year was in the playoffs. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment, you know. But no, those guys. I just I said it in in my text thread today or during the game. I just want to see them with the full in like their normal ecosystem. You know, I want to see them in the normal Knicks ecosystem, which at the very least has to start with a better better production at the center position on both ends. Um, although obviously Precious on offense was was not a problem tonight, and mostly I want to. I want to see them with OG Ananobi. And that's why that's why we loved the OG Ananobi acquisition so much. That's why we were so high on OG during the time he was on the floor. And that's why we can't wait for him to get back because and that's why you give up what you give up to get him because he's a cheat code on defense and he allows you to play a lot of different sorts of lineups with guys who are, you know, not maybe um, as adept defensively. Although I didn't. I don't know. I didn't think Burks or Bogey were egregious tonight on defense in any way. Uh, and then mostly, I want to see them with Randall. Like seeing those guys get, because right now Brunson's doing it all, uh, which is incredible, by the way. I mean, the dude is just insane. But I, can we just, like appreciate he's doing everything? 
and he scored 39 points and it was an efficient 39 points. Uh, but once Randall's back, it gives the Knicks another, you know, guy, another creator, another guy to draw the attention of the defense, put pressure on the defense, put some p- pain on the defense. And I think Alec Burks and, and Boyan will benefit a lot from that. So hur- hurry up and get back, Julius. Thanks, Busy. Alex with another one. Keeping your starters in down 22 with under five minutes left. What is anything positive that can come away from that? This is where Tibbs drives me crazy. You Look, he drives everybody crazy with stuff like that. He drives everybody crazy with stuff like that. And, and yet you, you look at it and you're like, all right, well. Maybe one more three goes down. They get one more stop and it's a single digit game with two minutes to go. It is. It is an obsession with winning. It is an obsession with winning and it is a it is a complete and total disregard for essentially every other consideration if the mere possibility of winning a basketball game exists. It could be a 1% chance. You know? And what I always say is like it, it, you you have to take the bad with the good because it is that attitude that he has which is why everybody around the NBA looks at the Knicks as real threats now because they you know they're a tips team to a T they never give up they always fight that's the mentality you 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 either you're all it's not you can't take 90% of the mentality you can't take 95% of the mentality you can't take 99% of the mentality you either get it you either have it all or you don't. And sometimes it pays off. Nights like tonight, it could drive you nuts. It could drive you absolutely crazy. I'm not not disagreeing with you. Don't blame anyone at all for being driven absolutely mad by, by that. Thank you, Alex. Sam Garcia. Real frustrating one tonight. I, I don't know. I don't this like I yes. It's you know what's frustrating? It's frustrating to see the Pacers hit every goddamn shot. Like they're just a really good team. To see Halliburton doing, you know, the thing off the backboard, to see him making that three at the end of the third quarter, which was just a fucking backbreaker after the DiVincenzo turnover, which I didn't love that. Um absolute backbreaker. Like that wasn't the first, that wasn't even the first time he did that on Burks. Burks had him dead to rights in the corner earlier in the game. And they that one sank, you know. Um, there's a you know, there's a like shit with with games played considerations and whatnot. There's a chance that Jalen Brunson and Tyrese Halliburton could both end up top five in MVP voting. That wouldn't shock me. Um, now Halliburton may not get to get to the games played uh, number, which would obviously be be significant. Uh, but. <clears throat> No, man, he's he's awesome, and they're awesome. That's why, like, I, I know, you know, we're at this we're at this state now where, again, after everybody's been blowing smoke up our ass for the last several days, every loss doesn't matter, even the context. Well, maybe the other night was acceptable because they didn't have anybody, but every loss is going to be is going to feel painful because you're like, well, wait a minute, we're supposed to be now a dark horse finals contender. Why are we losing games? Sometimes you do have to tip your cap and that that pays for team with the shots that they, they were making tonight. Again, not saying the Knicks played perfectly, not saying they were coached perfectly, not saying any of those sorts of things. I'm not 
I'm not going to think twice about this loss. I mean, I'm going to write about it at some point, but like, this is, they got to get healthy. That's the frustrating part. Like, they're not healthy right now. That's frustrating. Thank you, Sam. Hush, dude. What's going on, Hush? I know we're busted up now, but Burke should be starting over Hart. <laughs> if Precious is our starting four until Randall is back, I think the Pacers are a fake team. I don't. I don't at all. Um, happy to be proven wrong on that. Um, but I think they are. I don't know. I think they're dangerous. As far as Burke starting over Hart, uh, I mean, there's absolutely an argument there. I think it's tough because I, I do think he wants to stagger him and Brunson. Now, obviously, you can you can pull Burks and you could put Hart in for Burks and then you get him with Bogey on the floor. You get him with Brunson on the floor. Maybe you leave Devo out there for a while. So you're you're mixing and matching and you're, you're staggering and whatnot. You know, I, I get it. Like you don't, you need the shooting. You want the shooting. And look, when did the game start to really turn? I thought the game really started to turn in the beginning of the third quarter because that game was the hell was the halftime score of that game. Yeah, that was a three point game at half. And then the Pacers came out, I thought, in the third quarter, and they really put it to the Knicks. And the Knicks was were just kind of dead in the water offensively. Not dead in the water, but they just they were lacking uh, on both ends. But like they were not, you got to keep up with this team. And when you go several possessions in a row where you don't get buckets, it like you feel it against this Pacers team, which is which is one of the reasons, by the way, that I, I don't think that they're fake. Because you're asking your team to keep, if you want to beat this Pacers team, you're asking your team like, okay, you can't kind of, you really can't go through any droughts tonight on offense. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask because that friggin' team, they're not going to go through any droughts. Um, anyway, I, I, I'm making myself sick pra- praising the, the Pacers, but I just, I feel like it's warranted. Uh, so yeah, you got a point. I don't know that he'll do it. Um, it's probably an argument to start bogey even at the three. But you got a point. Thanks, Hush. Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, brother? I have a feeling I know where this is going. I, I you you won this round, my friend. Let's win one of these next. Oh, we are United. Oh, he's bringing it up at the end. Let's win one of these next two. Get to the all-star break at Hardenstein back, and we'll be okay. Still. I would sign that backup center ASAP. Taj is washed. Sorry, John. I hate, man. It's so painful. It's so painful to call him that. And again, I'm not, I can't sit here and say, how, how can I sit here after tonight and say you're wrong? You know, um, it's hard. It's really hard. Anyway, uh, yeah, win one of the next two. I mean, right now, you're a game and a half ahead of Philly who won tonight. They played Washington. Um, they are the Knicks are uh, three and a half ahead of Indiana, and then four four ahead of the the plan uh, with Orlando, and then on looking up game back of Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee destroyed 
I think it was Charlotte last night. And now the Knicks have fallen three games behind the Cleveland Cavaliers who are just, I mean, what are you supposed to say about Cleveland? They are now, Cleveland is now tied for the third best record in the league with the Clippers. Uh, They are a half a game back of Minnesota for the second best record in the league. And they're four and a half games behind Boston for first in the East. They won again tonight. They, they kicked the crap out of the, uh, out of the Raptors, our, our, our ex Knicks up North of the border. Um, I, they're just not losing games and I don't know if they're going to go away. And so that, from that perspective, if, if they keep this up and again, I don't know if they will, maybe they won't, maybe they'll start to fall back, but like three games, that's, I don't know. It's not nothing. Like we're sitting here, we're feeling pretty good about the fact that we're going to finish ahead of Indiana, right? Well, we're only three and a half ahead of Indiana. So if Cleveland's three ahead of us, you know, I, I'm. That's not again. There's there's 29 games remaining, and the Knicks still have to get healthy. So I'm not saying Cleveland can't be caught. They can, but it's going to take a lot, and which then means if you want to be in that two three bracket. Then you got to finish ahead of Milwaukee, who's game ahead of you. And it's wild that we're sitting here maybe saying, oh, Milwaukee will be easier to get ahead than Cleveland. But I, I it's kind of how it looks right now. And then you, um, at the very, I mean, look, I, I mentioned it the other day. I'll say it again. Like, I, I don't think it would come to this, but. I wonder if there will be an opportunity to jockey for position at the end. And I'm not talking about jockey up. I'm talking about jockey down. Like, is this, is this a year where you would rather be the six seed in the East than the four or the five? Because you're, you, you avoid Boston until the conference finals. I don't think the Knicks are ever going to pull any kind of chicanery. I don't think that's, I just don't think they're going to do that. But, you know, Something to think about as the season moves along. Thanks, Kev. Alex with another one. Burke's shot selection makes me want to rip my hair out. It disrupts the flow. Please tell anxiety, Alex, that Tibbs will actually rein him in this time. I mean, the tough part about tonight and why I'm like kind of laughing at the fact that you're like killing Alec Burks of all people like Alec Burks. It's Brunson is their offense. And then it's DiVincenzo, and DiVincenzo didn't have it tonight. Like, where else are you getting offense? And you're 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 murdering a guy who finished with 22 points on seven of 14 shots. Now, look, I understand some of those shots came in garbage time. I get it, but like, Alec Burks is really good. He makes tough shots. That's why they traded for him. <laughs> you know. Um, there were some that weren't great. He is feeling his way. He'll continue to feel his way. He's a, a little, he's not a gunner, but like he's a guy that calls his own number sometimes, but you, when he's in his proper role, he's a guy that helps you win ball games. He's going to make you better. I, I, I just find like, <laughs> these are always the funny ones to me where it's like the, the, the moments where the overreactions come, but like, again, as Andrew always says, fan is short for fanatic. So, Alec Burks is not is great. Like he's not your problem. Thanks, Alex. 